All right. How's it going? It's going uh, busy. Very, very busy. Mm. Yeah, you seem tired. I am very tired. Remember how I've mentioned this too many times, how I usually start my day around like noon after lunch. Mm-hmm. That European lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, well, remote life. Uh, and so, yeah, so usually that, that's how my day goes. And then I record this podcast late at night. So we usually start recording at 10, 1030. Right now it's 1035 p.m. So, yeah, it's like recording this is like after a day, you know, day of work. I did this at night. But today I started working like at normal local time. So I started working like 8.30 a.m. So effectively I've been working. I've been in front of this computer for uh, math, you know. I'm not going to help you here. That would be like <laughs> 15, 15 hours, something like that. It's Dang been a it. long day. Yeah, very, very busy. And so because of that, um, guess what? If you don't take care of yourself and if you don't uh, get enough sleep uh, and don't eat well, uh, your immune immune system goes to shit, and so <laughs> you start to get sick. So maybe that will, you know, maybe you can hear that in my voice. My throat's starting to, to you know, hurt a little bit. But mm-hmm. I'm here, ready to do this. <laughs> I'm kind of curious, uh, though, like, how how do you manage, like, because I know, I know how, like, sometimes you have to do these long hours, and it's just like, you know, mm-hmm. it's part of life. <laughs> But sometimes mm-hmm. you can't choose and you just you just gotta like sit down and do it um but how do you kind of balance that out like to make sure that um for example like you don't burn out or you just you know just like keep your energy levels up like even if like you do have to do sometimes these like bursts of um consecutive hours of work what's your technique that's the point right you have to know like these have to be bursts so if you start putting in all these long hours and you don't see the end of it, like, oh, yeah, I'll probably have to do the same tomorrow. And next week I'll also be this busy, right? If you don't see the end of it, it won't, you know, it's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. You will burn out. Something will have to, something will give, something will break. Uh, so right now um, it's just like like there's a big, you know, this is this is a response. This is a reaction to something that happened at work. So I, I've been in that mindset, like I'm trying to, fix something and then after it fix i can go back to like normal hours and go back to a more healthy uh <laughs> you know work day uh also i will take a couple of days off uh tiana this week and uh early next week like two three days because i would be uh going to amsterdam to check in get the keys to the new place exciting right. uh, i don't know why i ring the bell i'm just excited uh and so i'm sure that you know that will help and then i'll i'll be able to it will be a different kind of stress you know traveling new house yada yada there's always it's always stressful but hopefully we'll balance things out yeah yeah i mean it's not full-on relaxation mode because no it's moving <laughs> is quite hectic so uh-huh. um yeah i don't know i don't know if that counts <laughs> really uh yeah I've been, i have been thinking about um sort of moving just well no <laughs> um <laughs> although uh Moving times to time sounds really fun. Uh, but uh, no, I have been thinking about like what, like what do I do in my like a normal routine that is like an activity that I only do for myself that is just meant to kind of like relax and mm-hmm. just like recharge my batteries. Um, and at first I was kind of like, uh, uh nothing. Like I always, <laughs> I'm always like trying to do, trying to do something. And I feel like I've gotten sort of this cycle where, um, I tend to be busy most of the time, like always have things going on, whether it's mm-hmm. at work, like always stuff happening or outside of work where, um, I'll have like friends that want to hang out or like, I like go, I don't know, like, you know go for a hike or go this or travel or do all that and now it's gotten to a point where like the one or or two times a week where i'm like i have nothing planned to do i'm just like okay what do i do like how do i fill that time like i need (laughs) i need something i need something like how did i not organize anything uh for that time and so i think i've gotten a lot in this cycle of just trying to fill as much of my calendar and time as possible um and so now i've been like trying to think okay 
Like, what are some of the things that I need to like work into my schedule that are like just a thing that I do for fun that is relaxed? Um, and one thing that I've realized, at least for me, is that there's very often uh, times like there's always things that is like being like pushed at me, whether that's like through Twitter or YouTube, like having a video, a YouTube video playing in the background or even a podcast or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. um, and I found that these things like tend to like, while I find them super interesting, they tend to uh, prevent my brain from having that idle time to just like think about stuff. Um, so one of the things I've been trying to do, because like I can't just do nothing. Like even if I do meditation for fifteen minutes, um, like it's just that's something. It's it's something. It's obviously something. Like it's a start. It's a start. But um, beyond that, like if I want to do more, I can't. I can't just do nothing. So what I've been trying to do is um, trying to read a little bit more. And I found like compared to other ways of um, of entertainment, where like all the stuff is being pushed at you like nonstop, whether you're engaged or not. Um, that reading actually requires a bit of effort from you. Um, and yeah. that like, I can read really fast or take pauses. Like if I'm like thinking about something, I'm just like, I can just be in that moment rather than like always like trying to catch up with stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's so tricky. Like I think for people like, like you and I, and I'm sure most of our, uh, the people listening to, to this show, like we're really passionate people and we tend to like really get into stuff. Um, and that means like generally, I think we end up being like quite busy. Um, so yeah, yeah. hang in there. Buddy. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, humans are, you know, inertia is a thing it is real. And it applies to us. So if you, like if you if you have momentum going, if you're very busy, it's often hard to stop that and mm-hmm. and and stay still and like do nothing. So you need that. I need to do something because you have that momentum. And but the you know the reverse also applies. So if you're used to being very relaxed and you don't do anything, getting up to speed to that level of, uh, you know. Uh, speed and momentum also takes effort out of you uh, again uh, i don't know like the exact law of inertia but like you know bodies tend to stay at whatever velocity they are i tend to to realize that if i like you mentioned with youtube videos and stuff like if i'm trying to relax sometimes not doing anything actually like is very stressful <laughs> If I have a lot of stuff going at work, like when I'm trying to fall asleep, like last night, it was terrible. I went through all the little possible scenarios and I have to do this and that and that. And that was stressful to me. So maybe if I spent that time reading or watching some YouTube videos or something, which is like, it keeps you busy, but it doesn't get your mind racing. <laughs> you know, it's like, right. it's like, it's, it's you, you keep your brain tamed. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm in control, right? You're not doing anything. <laughs> I want you to, you know, to rest. God dang it. Uh, okay, here's... So, I kind of want to talk about this, but, like, totally zero judgment from my part, right? Because, mm-hmm. I, like, what you're talking about of, hey, I'm just going to put something in the background to numb my brain, basically, is exactly, like, where I've been and where I still am in many cases. But, like, one thing that I've been realizing is that a lot of that times, because, like, you, you are totally right, that it's, like, way easier for me to fall asleep if I have a podcast playing in the background. That way, I don't think about all the shit I'm supposed to be doing, right? <laughs> uh, but um, the problem with that is that's kind of a short-term fix. That like all the mm-hmm. things I have to do and I have to think about, or like the stuff I'm excited or worried, like they don't go away, really. Like they just they just like stay there. Um, and I found that for me, at least, and not saying that's the same for you. Like maybe you're obviously like we're different people so <laughs> that can be different for us but for me like i realized that i was trying to get a short term kind of solution rather than focus on sort of the longer term like let's like I, basically the conclusion i came to was like actually like if there is a lot in my brain and i'm like having trouble sleeping like <laughs> because i'm thinking about that all that stuff then I should handle the stuff and like, like do something with it. Right. Like, so sometimes it's like 
make a list or like write down like I've been trying these exercises where I like write down everything that's on my brain like just like put it on the piece of paper or like write it on the iPad or whatever um so that it's like out there somewhere and I can like flush it out of my brain and and then once I like do nothing then it's just there's nothing like it's just and obviously like that takes practice and if you're doing meditation that's a skill that you're practicing how often do you reach that point in where you feel like yeah, I got it all out. You know, never, there's nothing, never really. Yeah, but that's... <laughs> but but you can get to a state where it's there's as little things as possible. Where like it's like I know there are things that can be done, but these uh-huh. are future things for for like future me to worry about. And right now, like the this in this very moment, there is nothing I can do about these things. So. It's like it's an exercise in letting go like, and just being like, look, there's nothing I can do from my bed to solve these issues. Like everything yeah. that I could possibly do, like I will I have done or I will do something else about it tomorrow. Um, but like right now, I'm not going to do it. It's so hard to do, though. It's so, so hard. Yeah, because like every like I just my brain doesn't want to be bored for a second. Like it's, it's really like I'm fighting it. Um, but like the times where I'm able to just be like, you know what? No, like that's enough. You've had enough of inputs and just like, just relax and chill out. I have felt better after it. So. Eh. See, that's very interesting. I, I have no problem. Like it's, it's very easy for me to do quote unquote nothing. Like I, ha- I don't have a problem with like being bored, you know, in small doses, not like. I won't do anything for a week. No, I'm talking like it's very easy for me to stay one hour, two hours, like in the morning in bed without, you know, getting up and it's fine and just rest and just check Twitter or something. I don't know, something. Even like don't do anything, just lay there, not really sleeping, but also not really being awake. It is easy for me like to just slack off. Um, and, and sometimes like when I'm really tired, like like today, today has been a long day. I'm sure that tomorrow when I'm, my alarm clock goes off i'll be like you know what no i'll just stay the whole morning in bed it'll be fine i, I need it to rest mm-hmm. uh and recover uh but one thing that i've been finding is that this type of relaxation and like resting time they are not very effective because mm. again it's it's a lot in your mind like it's not really i'm not physically tired because sure i've been you know i've been it takes a toll on you. I'm not saying it doesn't, but it's been mostly in front of computers. Right. It's not like my body, my body aches. Right? Yeah. It's, just, it's really my mind. And in some so, cases, like all you need is to go out and run <laughs> and do exactly, some physical activity. That's exactly it. Because the way you, you rest. And that's a thing that you do that I don't. Yeah. That, cause, like the, the way you rest your body physically is, you know, staying still and staying in bed and like don't move. That's how you recover. The way you recover from being tired psychologically is not necessarily like staying in bed. <laughs> That's not, you know, healing your brain. For me, like, yeah, you mentioned going out for a run. It's perfect, which is like, I feel like I'm, I'm busy. You know, I'm doing something. I usually have like music blasting off my, my, uh, in my headphones. But like my mind goes away for a while. And I'm, I'm you know, I mentioned running that's that that's what worked for me but you can you, you mentioned meditation that also works for a lot of people you know playing video games is something someone else like really finds relaxing and myself included so yeah sometimes i feel like i i forget and i trick myself into you know what just stay still you know stay in bed you needed to recover but that's not really what you're trying to recover and heal it's not you know it's not your body it's your brain yeah very interesting still on the being busy theme um, one thing that I've been, so I can't really say why I'm busy exactly. Not now. I will probably soon. Uh, but like I've been doing a lot of things that I'm not used to. So it's not necessarily that I'm busy because, Oh, you know, I have to do more UI work or whatever. I have to stay more time in sketch. That's not really it. It's like a lot of context switching and just other tasks that I'm not really used to, uh, to doing. So, uh, one thing that I found is, um, the, I know this sounds this can sound either pretty obvious and like well thank you Captain Obvious or it can sound uh, you know like a contradiction but the more the busier I am the more efficient and organized I am very much so 
Like, That's a good skill. Uh, I don't even see it as a skill because I didn't really train it. Well, because so, I'm the opposite, basically. Like when yeah? I'm really busy, like everything's a mess. Like my desk is gonna be like there's gonna be stuff everywhere. There's gonna be a million files all over my desktop. Like it's just gonna be like a big mess. Um, and I've been like trying to train myself to be like, no, like you use the to do list manager. Like you write all the things yeah. and you like you clean stuff up. Like you need order in order to pro- progress, but it's very much like I'm fighting an uphill battle. <laughs> like my, the, very interesting. that like every, like my state of everything around me reflects like how much stuff I have basically in my brain. <laughs> so yeah, that's it's, super. So I'm like, it's, it sounds awesome that you're able to be like no, naturally more organized, the more busy you are. I think you're in the norm here, right? Because when you think of like, you know, how would you depict a very busy person in a cartoon? It's like that, <laughs> like stuff flying everywhere. And like, you know, I'm very busy. I'm running around and I'm, you know, <laughs> I guess. So I, th- I would say maybe that's the norm. But yeah, I've been finding myself like the busier I am. I know I have to be more efficient because otherwise I, w- I won't be able to do everything that I want to do in the day. So it's like, sure, things, the, the app, you know, my to-do list is on point. I have heard that. <laughs> you know keyboard shortcut to pop up a new uh, new entry nice. so as i'm talking to people like in meetings yeah we should do that i'm like boom noted i won't forget it's here set a deadline like you know i'm gonna do this today or tomorrow whatever i've been moving way faster than i would naturally you know uh move uh and this is kind of new to me and i like i feel like even though i am more tired as the day goes on like my energy levels, you know, when you're, I don't know how to compare this to, but like, so you don't drink coffee, so you won't relate. But like, <laughs> when you're very caffeinated and then you crash, like, you know, you drink that double espresso at 6 p.m. And for that brief period of time, you're like super energetic and you're, you know, you're, you, you look like a hummingbird, but <laughs> it's not focused. You know, you're just like, it's just energy flowing out of your body, but you're not focused and actually you're, you will crash probably. <laughs> It's 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 like it's it's a it's a version of that. Like the more the busier I am, the more focused and energetic I am, and like I'm I'm pumped and I'm full of energy. Uh, and I try to stay at that level just to you know push through the day. But then at the end, I crash pretty hard. <laughs> so it's 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 kind of interesting to see how my body even reacts to you know how busy I am. Right, right. Should we do some follow up? Hey, look at us doing follow up at the end, or not the end, in the middle. Well, people, the people don't have to know about this. <laughs> this the is people. the magic of editing. <laughs> Everything will work out fine. Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it as is, buddy. <laughs> oh no! True to the timeline. <laughs> uh, this is gonna be a Westworld type episode. <laughs> Everything is out of order. Um, all right, so uh, listener Tim on Twitter. Um, told us that um, he recommends trying out Affinity Designer on iPad. Um, it's an excellent vector design tool on the desktop. Uh, also pretty affordable for how full feature it is. Um, so the first thing that came to mind is, hey, we have Tim's listening to the show. Um, hello, internet reference. Um, Don't get it. But yeah, I have, I know Affinity um, I have the app. Uh, I also have Affinity Photo um, on my iPad, and it is extremely powerful. Um, it is a little bit complicated. <laughs> I find the UI mm. is like a little bit obscure at times. Um, so, but if you're if you're in a pinch and really want to design something, like you can try it out. Personally, like I I just have like tend to have like neck pains and just like I need like my design setup. Um, that I'm going to be at for long stretches of time to be more ergonomic than an iPad. Um, but, I mean, honestly, it seems like a a good kind of way to, to see what the future might be um, and how design might work on the iPad. So check it out. So I have, yeah, I have Affinity Designer on my iPad. It's been here for since I got the Pro. I also have Affinity Designer on my Mac ever since I ever since it came out. Like uh, I remember, I was at Imaginary Cloud, the agency. So this must have been 2014, maybe 
13, 14 when it came out. I installed it immediately, and since then, it's been my go-to to open Illustrator files because I don't have mm. Adobe apps on my computer. So that's right. my go-to. And they're, you know, the way they render and they, they, you know, the, the import of Illustrator files is so far so good, so, you know, flawless. Um, at least <laughs> as far as I know. <laughs> I don't have Illustrator to compare it to. Uh, <laughs> but um, I, also, I also remember, I think they still have that, that mode, but like the, one of... Like one of their UI innovations that it was, you know, it was new to me at the time. I don't know if they copied from uh, someone else or not, but to me it was new. Uh, in where they had the a couple modes, like UI mm. modes. So you would have your editing mode, and uh, I remember distinctly that you have your export mode. So we'll switch modes, the whole UI changes, <laughs> right? That was kind of crazy. Um, so I never really use it like full time as. But it was always there. I, just like, for example, Pixelmator. I don't really use it, but when I need it, it's there. So same thing for Affinity Designer. Uh, and the fact that they've managed to, you know, come into this so, you know, crowded space uh, and competing with the big dogs like Adobe and staying around, that's pretty impressive. Um, on the iPad, I never really gave it a fair chance uh, fair try because the UI was like was way too much. I couldn't really <laughs> figure it out. And and when we have to open tutorials and stuff, you lost me already. Um, but like, but given the current state of you know apps and design tools on the iPad, I I feel like I should give them a you know another chance, a fair chance. So, you know, now with this uh, endorsement of listener Tim, uh, I, I want to do that. I want to do that. If I wasn't that busy, I'd probably do that. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it, I'm, I'll promise here, uh, probably not for next week, but I want to, I want to get into this. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's the, the number one rule of busy people. Don't add more things. Want <laughs> <laughs> to get it less busy. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think this is this is probably like the closest we can get to um, a design tool on the iPad right now. So check it out. Do you know if it opens sketch files? I don't know actually. Are you uh, testing it out real time follow up style? I am. <laughs> we should put some like wait music. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Real-time follow-up, uh, it doesn't open. It doesn't seem to open sketch files. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Moving on. Um, so next thing, uh, listener Tim asks, can we get an update on your Bluetooth app for the next episode? So mm-hmm. here's, here's our update. Um, so right now the app is in a state where um, you can log in only with the uh, design <laughs> uh, instance. Um, it's hard coded. Because it's hard coded. <laughs> um, and um, once you've lo- you're logged in, uh, you can't really log out, but uh, <laughs> you get to see the timeline view. Uh, you can post a new toot. You can reply. Uh, and you can also see your notifications on the notifications tab. But there's no um, sort of user page. Uh, and there's many, many features missing from the Compose screen. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, that's about that. Um, I'd say the the one thing I've done uh, on the app um, in the last month <laughs> is uh, I added a new keyboard shortcut <laughs> to uh, for the iPad version uh, for a new toot. So if you do Command N and opens the... I didn't know that. Thing. That's that's cool. Um, yeah, because I was just so. Uh, was it last week or the week before? Um, I was like, I got the new iPad, so I was like, oh, like let me put it on it and like see see how it is. And then I had the keyboard, and I immediately I was like, oh, like I was like pressing Command N. I was like, oh, that doesn't work. Like let me let me add that real quick. So I just added it. Um, but that's it. So we haven't really had much time to work on it. Um, Rafa's no. been super busy. I've also been really busy with other commitments. Haven't forgotten about it um, or anything. It's just that, um, like, a little bit like we've just talked about, like, I have been really trying to not add any other projects right now and just, like, trying to wrap things up 
Um, so trying to kind of like fish, finish up a few things that I needed to do on the Montreal Design Club website. Um, trying to finish up my personal portfolio. Uh, and then when when I have time, then I'll continue it. But for now, it's it's like third priority uh, in the list. Yeah, exactly. Long story short, we're busy. Uh, long story long. <laughs> yeah, the, you know, it's been falling off in our priority list. We st- we still want to do it. Uh, it's like when you when you get that like one afternoon free, maybe a weekend, you have a bit more time because you're so busy. You try to either like you know relax a little bit because you need that, or there's other things like Montreal Design Club, like other projects. Like, Usually take there a bit more and layout. Layout takes time. Look at that. Yeah. So, and that's that's priority uh, number one. <laughs> and I also have break to save, which is on the back of my mind for so long, and I'm starting to feel so guilty. When's that AR mode coming? <laughs> I know, right? I, I mean, screw AR mode. Even just like working, <laughs> not being buggy, not crashing, and uh, adapted to new devices. Screen time. Mm, anyway, there's right. so much. There's so much. <laughs> anyway, uh, still on follow up. Listener Ollie sent us a very funny tweet. He, the, he mentioned this. Uh, apparently, like his weather app is trying to shoehorn in uh, more stories. We're <laughs> <laughs> um, gonna put a link in the show notes. Th- that was a pretty funny tweet. Th- do you know what what app that is? I don't know. It kind of looks interesting. You gotta be honest. <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's kind of ridiculous that that meme, you know, it was a meme adding stories to everything. It's it's, it's too real. real. <laughs> it's too real. Um, the the app even has like pretty prominent uh, like ads, ad banners, and stuff. That, yeah. So Ollie, uh, if you're listening to this, can you can you let us know what app this is? Uh, in the meantime, uh, links in the show notes. Uh, Ollie like recorded, you know, screen recorded the whole app uh, with the stories. Kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see why anyone would want this, <laughs> to be honest. Um, did you see YouTube apparently is also uh, getting stories? Really? Yeah. Like in their iOS app? Yep. Oh, no. I feel Come like it, it makes some sort of sense, like more than a weather app, <laughs> for instance. <laughs> Um, but I feel like they're way late to the game. It's like, well, you guys already have video. I just, I don't know why you need to add this. Anyway, don't do stories. It's, it's fine. Unless you have a, you know, unless you're Instagram or Snapchat. <laughs> uh, what's up with Snapchat? I haven't heard of Snapchat in a long time. <laughs> what's still alive? I never got an account. Well, I think maybe I got an account like on, on this show once to prove that I was still young. um um, yeah uh but yeah i never really use snapchat or whatsapp i don't have a whatsapp i know i'm european but i don't use whatsapp uh i don't use snapchat i don't use like i barely use messenger that's the thing oh you know what i had to install telegram have you ever used telegram i haven't but i know what it is why did you have to install it so I did. I kind of had to, not really. It's like uh, when I was last time I was in Amsterdam, uh, Ryan and uh, Owen and like and uh, Frederick and uh, Juan and they were all doing like a Taco Tuesday thing, and apparently they were you know they were going over the details in this group chat using Telegram. Mm. Why are they using Telegram? Because they're a bunch of weirdos. Owen uh, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably Owen. <laughs> uh, so like. I needed to know the address and like what was going on because uh, I want to join that uh, you know have join them for dinner and tacos. So I had to install it. Um, they're all like they're all worse messaging apps. That their selling point and now I'm, I'm talking more about WhatsApp. Selling point is like everyone's there. Mm-hmm. Um, so like if iMessage was available on Android. I don't. I I couldn't see any point in using any of these tools, any of these apps. Okay, here's a question for you: Would Owen use iMessage if it was available on Windows? <laughs> I don't know. I, I was gonna know. say yeah. I mean, it's end to end encrypted. You know, it's 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 not Facebook. Uh, it's not Google, so it means that you know it won't get killed. 
uh, in a year. So I think it's it, it, it's my it's it's a very good app. It's a very good messaging app. I would say. I'm, I'm, maybe I'm biased, but you know. Um, speaking of messaging apps and Google killing things, have you heard that they're killing off uh, Hangouts like officially? I think in 2020. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I haven't heard it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's, it's like official. Is this it? It is this weird thing with Google where it's like it kind of feels like it was dead already. <laughs> um, what do you mean? We are so, using Hangouts and, and right now. And they had this like announcement where it's like, oh, like there's going to be this new messaging thing, but not not Allo, which is like another thing that we've tried, but that doesn't work. And so we're trying a new thing. And then they've like, been switching Google Hangouts from being like the video recording thing to being Google Meets. And, and then they had this like yeah. Slack competitor that I think was supposed to be the new Hangouts. And it's all also very, don't, very confusing. And I also can't keep track. No, uh, exactly. But like right now, Hangouts, we're using Hangouts. And Hangouts was, I think, primarily or at least originally or at least, you know, how everyone used it, a, a, a video a, a conference, you know, app yep. <laughs> service. Uh, and I think then like they expanded to also be a chat thing on phones, on Androids, I believe. But yeah, I've prim- primarily I've used it as a video thing. We've been recording layout. I think since episode like five, you know, initially we were using Skype and then we quickly moved to Hangouts. Um, and they they also had the Duo, which is like the FaceTime version. Oh, true. But it's also yeah. very much competing with Hangouts. It's still a video thing. They also had Allo or whatever, the messaging one. I don't know if they're yep. killing that. It's, it's very uh, it's unclear. Um, you mentioned Meet. Yes, they are slowly replacing and deprecating uh, Hangouts on, at least on the browser and on the like Google Apps for enterprise context, uh, and they're replacing it with Meet. At Netlify, we have been, you know, slowly uh, moving all of our uh, uh, meetings to Meet. But Meet is an enterprise-only uh, offer offering. Oh, like you, huh. if you don't have an enterprise Google account, I don't think you get you can use Meet. Um, Interesting. So it's like if they're killing off Hangout, I I honestly don't know what they're replacing it with or what is the next successor whatever i don't i don't understand and also why why are you why are you shutting it down yeah it like seems so costs? weird like why you don't google, you give like, just a, a different name to your new thing google like hangouts is one of i feel like is one of the the products that has been the most successful of google it's like google obviously google proper um gmail um google calendar and then Hangouts, I'd say, like, would be the top services. And obviously, like, YouTube, but it's kind of a separate thing. Um, right. Yeah, so I feel like there, and there was, there's been so much brand equity in the Hangouts name. Like, people say, like, we're right, going to do yeah. a Hangout. Like, that's, it's become, like, a, just, like, a normal thing that everyone understands. And now, I guess they're, cha- like, we're going to say, like, hey, do you want to do a meet? <laughs> Sounds kind of stupid. <laughs> no, I'm vegetarian. Um... <laughs> Because usually, you know, Google famously kills off and shuts down projects uh, out of the blue, right? <laughs> but usually you can, when they announce that they're killing off a product or a project or an app or something, you usually can either see why, like, oh, they don't want to go that way. They don't want to support this. Like, oh, they're killing off Google Reader because they don't want to be in RSS uh, field, you know, area anymore. They're moving away from it, so they're deprecating all that. That is one way it can go. Second way is like, oh, they're clearly, like they're killing this off because they want us to use this other thing. They want us to move to this, uh, like there's a successor in place, in line, right? So they want to kill this off to just just push everyone else to the new thing. Yeah. In this case, I don't understand. Like It's, it's, it's not that they're moving away from the videos, uh, conferencing you know video chat space because <laughs> they have four other products but there's also no uh, like obvious successor that they want us to use instead so i don't understand i don't understand yeah very Can strange someone who works at google you know <laughs> enlighten us please thank you <laughs> yeah google's like rollout strategies for things is just impossible to understand i think for normal humans so it often seems like they they are first to many technologies, but just cannot get their act together. And then, like, 
someone out like some other company will come out and and then google like very quickly will like rally and be like no no no, no we have that too and then they'll kind of have that but then they'll keep the old thing around and then they'll have like three products that do the same thing running at once then they'll like randomly kill the one that was successful <laughs> then like try to replace it with something it's just ah uh, i don't know google's I, new new slogan should be thank you next have you heard of this uh thank you next gate? <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> if you if you show title. It's <laughs> a thank you next gate. <laughs> uh, if you ask your home pod to play thank you next, uh you're not gonna get the song that you expect. Um, really? For me, I get a song from Francis and the Light. Hey, Siri, play Thank You Next. Okay, let's hear Thank You Next by Ariana Grande. Ah, you did it. You got it. Okay, you're, you're good. But um, I guess they fixed the gate. <laughs> so oftentimes what happens is that it will process the query as play Thank You Next. So the ah, next song is going to play a random song and then yeah. So skip I think it maybe maybe it one. is like when you have a song that's playing or something, or if you have a song that's named "Thank You" in your library, um, then it completely messes up. <laughs> you know what? No, you know what? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna pivot into a successful recording artist if if you don't mind, and uh, I'll name my singles uh, stuff like "Hey Siri, Okay Google, Play Something." um and god dang it i knew this was gonna happen uh brought this myself or like you know um Alexa, uh set up a new appointment tomorrow that will be like the name of my singles oh my god Rafa. <laughs> so, apologies to, to all the listeners which have had their yeah, uh device triggered by you right now should i beep this should i beep this uh, yeah i, I, think, I feel anyway. like you should beep it it's always funnier yeah, when should... it's beeped too yeah okay i'll beep it also, you should um, listen to this on that. Right. Okay, side dishes. Um, side dishes. So this article, um, which I feel like I've been talking a lot about, uh, and I've just like learned from it from you, because you tweeted about it. Uh, it's this article called, Why Are Tech Companies Making t- Custom Typefaces? And to be honest, that is a great question. I don't know why <laughs> they're making them, because they're all the same. They're all the same. Um, and there's this, this great <laughs> quote in this article that I just love. It's just like a perfect sentence. It goes, it's like everyone wants something that they can use to define their brand, yet they really want a slightly different version of what everyone has. It's so like perfectly uh, captures what everyone's trying to do right now. Um, So I don't know. I think this, like, honestly, this is a great article and I've just been like quoting it like over and over um and i and i just decided like every time a new company will just announce a new font i will just quote that tweet with the image of the new font because it's just too funny um there are legitimate reasons why a company might come up with their own font um one of them being just the licensing costs uh of like the popular typefaces like can get really expensive because basically you have to pay for like the amount of usage and like say you're like putting it on billboards then the type foundries are going to want a lot of money for that uh which is fair like this is i mean they should be entitled to that um but that means that basically like at a certain scale so if you're like netflix or something like that then having to pay a licensing fee every time you use that font kind of gets cost prohibitive so basically what they want to do is just like hire a person or a company at pay them like for the hours that they're going to spend developing the font and then they don't have to pay anyone for licensing ever. They can just use that over and over again. Um, I think where it gets unfortunate is that like many of these typefaces like whether it's intended or not are kind of sort of copies of other <laughs> popular typefaces. Um, and by the way, that 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 is not like a completely ori- uh, original or new trend because you know, famously 
the reason why you don't have Helvetica in Windows and you have Arial is because Microsoft didn't want to pay all these that ridiculous licensing fees. Very good point. And Apple was like, you know what? No, we want to pay for it because I want, you know, Steve Jobs and whatever. They wanted uh, the actual legit side faces. And so that has been, you know, <laughs> uh, as old as time, like the, these companies trying to save some money or, you know, yeah, if you have the money, do it yourself and then you don't have to pay. I was trying to think back, like, what is the first company that had their own fund? Um, and again, like, I'm not trying to get like a historical context. Like, I'm sure like uh, a nerd who maybe listens to the show will, will email us for like, well, actually, uh, this this company <laughs> had a typeface first. But um, in my memory, like the first company that I remember doing this uh was square do you remember when they got like um i think it was like market the typeface that they basically like I don't remember they got this typeface uh and got the designer of that typeface to create a modified version of it um and i believe they still use that same typeface that was created uh but that's the first time i remember seeing a company do that and huh. boy like i at the at the time, I was like, "This is so cool! This is the coolest thing." Uh, so yeah, I think I I at least give them the credit for um, sort of starting this trend, uh, and good for them. Like their typeface is actually really nice, um, and while it shares some similarities with others, like it actually has a bit more of a unique feel to it. So uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think this is an interesting trend to keep an eye out for. Nice. Cool. All right. I ha- I have a rant again. You have a rant <laughs> again. You're on a roll. What? What Oof. was the um? What was the jingle again? Did we have a jingle <sighs> for that one? I forget. Something about like repeat stuff. <laughs> repeat stuff. Repeat stuff. <laughs> uh, Let's hear it. Anyways, uh, so we just changed our uh, water machine at work. So we have like this like water filtering oh, I saw that. thing. Um and legit like the icons are just like, it's like a very, very dark blue and a very, very dark green on top of a black background. It's just like it's just so incredibly bad. Um and if you had to guess, Rafa, um we'll put a, a link in the show notes. Or maybe like make the, the artwork image this sure um if you had to guess which button would you press to get cold water so looking at this i'm zooming in the picture um i'll, I'll paint you a word picture so this is a like a like a looks like a trash can thing but you can see that there's a little slot to put in the like the, your glass uh pour out uh pour water out uh, so there's three, is this a touch screen? Like three icons? I guess you can touch the icons. Like the weird thing is what there's is like, lines <laughs> with yeah, each of the icons, the which like kind of makes it feel like the touch area is in between the icons, but it's not. <laughs> so each icon has like, is a glass or a cup and one is green and has like three like jotted like lines on the, on the cup and there's one blue blue cup outlined cup with it looks like it's like bubbles so i assume it's like for sparkly water uh fizzy water and then the one on the right is like a darker blue slash purpley-ish, which i can't really tell from this picture but it's just like it looks just like bland so i can only assume like the the one in the middle is fizzy water the, the rest i have no idea <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And then there's, oh, but wait, then there's like four little lights at, at the bottom. One looks like is is, is on, is blue, bright light, and it looks like a, like a, like a star, like a sun, I guess. Yeah, it's like, then it's, there's but one, it's not a complete sun. There's like a part that's black at the top. I have oh, no idea right. why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like a, it's like a, like a, no, it's not even sunset. Yeah, it makes no <laughs> sense. Then, um. <laughs> then the the one on the right is like uh, i have no idea honestly <laughs> it looks like like a circle 
imagine like a coconut with a straw coming out of it. <laughs> um, like a little circle with something coming out of it, like a straw. And it says UV or UU in it. No idea. The other one looks like either uh, like a sombrero or like a <laughs> witch's hat. Yeah, that's what it looks and, like to me. <laughs> and then the one on the right. Honestly, I have no... Imagine like you want to try like to draw a hand with a watch. So you want to highlight the watch so the watch is filled. But then there's no hand. So it's just like the wrist with... <laughs> I, I don't understand. Oh, and then the... The brand, the logo below, below it is Water Logic, which makes the whole thing perfect. <laughs> this is Water Logic, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> don't get it. Because there's no logic to any of this. Uh, it's so bad. Um, and there's like a second logo that's like Firewall. <laughs> I don't even get it. Oh, yeah, it's um, Firewall. I guess like this is co-branded. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, um, these buttons don't make any f- sense. Uh, what are these icons for? I have no idea. Why it's a touchscreen is also very puzzling to me because... And it's not obvious that it's a touchscreen. No. Just because there's no physical buttons, I assume you have to tap on the icons, the the, the glass, the water cups, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. That's That's what has to happen. But... I don't know. Like, obviously, like we we know like what it's like to tap like a piece of glass, right? We use our phones and our stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. But actually, like holding your your finger down on a on a piece of glass for like at least a minute because the debit on this thing is not very fast actually gets uncomfortable really quickly. Like, it's just like not a I good feeling. It's like, how hard can you like over like how much can you overcomplicate? a simple thing like this like i just just give me like simple buttons with text that tells me what the thing is like how hard would that be to make no if we have to make this like fancy touchscreen with like weird illustrations that nobody gets this is terrible it's water logic kevin mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the lag on so, it also but now is so I'm, now bad. i'm curious what does it do how do you operate this machine yeah, so you t- you tap the icon. Um, so the so what do the lights below mean? I have no clue. The, li- the lights <laughs> the lights below have nothing to do with anything. Like you can't you can't if you touch them like there's there's nothing. It's just like a status indicator. Um, and so if people want to know the the meaning of the icons, the one on the left is just sort of temper uh, room temperature water. The middle one is fizzy water. Uh, or sparkling water. I got that right. And then the right one is the cold water. Um, yeah, that's just of so confusing. And there's no hot water uh, or old machine like you just had like had a button that you could do hot water. It's like I don't know why. Like this doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> it's just so bad. Um, so yeah. so look at your phone. I'm I'm putting this as the uh, as like the the chapter art. So try to decode that. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty funny. I feel like the more I think about this, like. I, and I look uh, around me and see all these things. Everything's so badly designed. Like, it's incredible. <laughs> There's some spectacularly bad design. Like, we talk about how important accessibility is and the stuff that we do. <laughs> Can you imagine this product? <laughs> accessibility of it is terrible. Terrible in every sense of the way. So, thumbs down, water logic. <laughs> you don't make any sense. Water logic. All right, should we do a recommendation before we go, as usual? Of course, yeah, let's do it. Do you want to start? Okay, yeah, sure, I can start. So uh, remember uh, like 10 minutes ago when you said, uh, when you mentioned this uh, blog post called mm-hmm. Why Are Tech Companies Making Custom Typefaces? Remember yes. that? It was like I do ages ago. My recommendation is this whole website. Um, so the author uh, is uh, Arun Venkatesan? Venkatesan? Uh, you know, uh, as usual, apologies for pronunciation, but so Aaron, uh, this is his personal website and blog, and there's amazing articles throughout. Uh, like I, so when I read this first, this custom typefaces, I found this on Twitter. Someone linked to it. I started reading it. Uh, I was reading it on my iPad. So like, even like, usually I turn on a Safari reader mode to read any article. Really, uh, this is like 
one that I really didn't want to do that. <laughs> the whole mm-hmm. layout, blog layout is amazing. There's amazing, um, amazing articles throughout, like one about uh, Rams and, uh, you know, some of his work at Braun and all, uh, like a legend in the design world. Uh, this is one called Rediscovering Apple's 1987 Identity Guidelines. It was pretty cool. Mm. Um, all of the blog posts have their own, like, their own type of branding, kind of. They have this, sometimes they have, like, this animated custom, like, Heather, and it's, it's just very well, like, thought out, and you can see that, you know, Aaron puts a lot of effort and dedication into every single piece. Um, and then I found out that he, then I found out that Aaron, uh, he runs, so there's, like, he even links to his Strava profile, which I can really <laughs> appreciate. uh and uh you know the icing on top of the cake was that his website is hosted on netlify and built uh using gatsby in react and the typeface is set using inter ui which is Mm. a typeface designed by uh rasmus um uh, he's a said figma friend so anyway amazing like i love personal websites when you know they're when they're good (laughs) yes this is a really good one so that's my Mm. recommendation be inspired and read his uh, blog post. Very nice. All right. Um, so my recommendation this week is uh, this talk by uh, Jesse Char on uh, creating delight as a conference organizer. Uh, I've had the chance to attend layers. Um, the first it was the first year, I believe. Um, and so that's a conference that Jesse puts together every year uh, during WWDC. Um, and it tends to be, have like lots of Apple-y people, (laughs) um, that go to it, but it's not, it's not a conference about Apple. Like it's a, it's just a design conference. And, um, the way she organized the conference was really awesome. And she's just like an amazing person. I find her like super funny, um, and super engaging. Uh, and this is a talk that shows basically like how she does it. Um, so some like things that she's thinking about as an event organizer, I think it's a really great talk, even if you're not organizing any events, um, whatsoever, like there's a lot of things that are applicable to design. And I also think like at a meta level, um, something that I always look at with, with conference talks is like, how do speakers give good and interesting talks? Um, so I think you can also learn a lot from like the way that she's doing her talk and, uh, speaking to the audience and the way she's structured, uh, her slides and everything. So, uh, go check it out. I'll put a link in the show notes. Well, and, uh, that's all for the show today. A bit shorter than usual. Uh, but Hey, it's, it goes well with the theme of being busy. So that's what happens when you're super busy, I guess. Um, you can you can uh, you can get in touch with us if you have like any recommendations. We always love to you know we mentioned on follow up uh, this funny tweet uh, you know that all you sent us about the stories in the weather app. We love that kind of stuff. So if you want to get in touch with us, uh, send us cool stuff or like uh, send us your recommendation of the week or uh, you know ideas for future topics that we like you would like us to cover. Uh, get in touch with us. Um, you can do that through twitter that's probably the easiest way we are at layout fm i am at rafa hari kevin is at vernal kick and you can find the show notes for this show uh, you can find the show notes for this episode and all others on our website that's layout.fm also if you have a product or uh, your company is hiring or something that you want us you do want to sponsor this show that, that is also something you can do uh, all the information is on our website as well and uh, lastly you can find uh, more shows like this one um by visiting uh, our parents, you know, podcast family. It's not a parent. They're not parents. They're like siblings. They're like uh, friends. They're like uh, uncles. They're like... Uh, <laughs> uncles. Uh, they're like great friends. Um, Spec FM. Yeah, we're like part of this one big podcast family. Um, so if you're looking for more stuff to listen to, um, check them out. They're at uh, spec.fm on the web's... And speaking of Brendan Bryan, huge congrats on them uh, being acquired uh, by GitHub uh, to continue their yeah, mission and with Max. Spectrum. And Can Max. Forget. <laughs> um, yeah, that was awesome. So, yeah, congrats on that. Great fit, honestly. Great fit. If I had to you know, choose a company <laughs> to acquire Spectrum, no, I can't think of a better fit than GitHub. Yep. Very happy for y'all. Love you. Bye. 
Bye. I, I can now finally say that the iMac 5K was my favorite computer ever. <laughs> I sold it. And I miss are you, it. Are you going to buy a new one? Dearly. Oh. I No, that's not the plan. Uh, the plan is I'll probably buy an external display. Probably the LG, you'll find whatever 5K that no one likes. <laughs> Um, I have it. It's you have fine. that one, right? Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I'm telling you. There's not a lot of people who say that. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, but it's honestly like it's the... Okay. If it's not going to be like an Apple display, it's the best external display you could possibly get, in my opinion. Because it's the same panel as the IMAX, yeah. right? But it's yeah, it's fine. not a ref- uh, reflective panel. So there's no right, glass in right, front right. of it. So it's more of a matte feel, which some people really love. I like don't personally mind the more reflective nat- nature of the iMac, but um, so for some people that's even better. Um, the I'd say like the entire design of it is very tasteful, like it's just black and I, simple. I think it looks like poop, huh? I think it looks like poop. I was also of that opinion, <laughs> but I got it, and honestly, like the design really grows on you. Like there's a simplicity to it that's that's kind of beautiful and right. honestly like having a monitor that is height adjustable is so mm. great so yeah. so great it's like I, Apple why won't you make this like this is so nice I don't have to put like books <laughs> behind my monitor to have it at like right. a normal height for any normal human being to be able to use it like reasonably like. Jesus, like this is like this is all adjustable. Everything like one a single cable that plugs into your laptop. Beautiful, this is great. The colors on it are great. Obviously, like if you've been using the iMac, you know this already. Um, but I like I wasn't using an iMac before. Um, and this like everything looks great on this monitor. Like so, I I like yeah. it. But that being said, like I haven't had any like Wi-Fi weird router issues or like problems i think speakers and stuff like that like lots of people have had issues with them so um take that with a grain of salt but honestly like i actually really like it yeah that's probably the one i'm going with but yeah that's the yeah that's the that's the plan i'll probably set up like a you know like a working station in Mm -hmm. the uh Office slash closet slash slash closet. Room. What does that mean? Yeah, it's kind of like a like a walking closet type of room. Yeah, it's kind of weird. <laughs> um, this at the new place, of course. Right, right. And so, uh, probably what I'm going to do is like set that whole thing up with the microphone, you know, with the, uh, with the display and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then have either me or even Deborah can use that. So just plug in the cable. Right. Like that's that's the plan. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Seems like a good setup. All right. Well, still, still miss the iMac. <laughs> Just like the little finicky things that come with the fact that you're using a laptop that I can't really explain much. Like, yeah, I, I, we were talking about you know before we started recording the fact that I have this uh, microphone plugged to the laptop. The fact that I unplug it and plug it, you know, because I, when I need to mm-hmm. move and take the laptop with me, uh, I, I have to unplug everything. And the OS just like freaks out. Like, what do you mean? There was a microphone here. There isn't anyone anymore. What do you mean? Um, like, all right, so this is a new microphone? I'm like, no, no, it's the same microphone that he had, you know, this morning. No, 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 it's a new one. <laughs> You're like, no, computer, it's the same. Trust me on this one. <laughs> like, nope, it's the same. Right. Oh, yeah? Wait, nope, it's a different one. But I'll call it the same thing. <laughs> oh, and we're calling it the same thing. are you getting it these are not three separate (laughs) mics (laughs) 
Uh, <laughs> ah, that's uh, good. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I can't stop that one. I'm gonna nope. stop recording. Yeah, same.